so I met. Uh, I, I was going out uh, liquor shopping, uh, just just going over to the local liquor store to get some um, gin for my friend because he likes beef eaters gin, and just getting myself some white wine, and we're just having a nice relaxing day. Um, and so we're, we're going out there, and we go into the liquor store, and I see someone I recognize, and it takes me a second to realize who it is. And it's one of the parents from the, the child care center that I work at. And it's the parent of this adorable little girl who is just uh, great. I can't even describe. She's like literally the most well-behaved little child you could imagine. Um, fluid in two languages. She's just super smart. And I see her dad and her dad uh, is like, hey, and I like get close to talk to him and Oh my God! Is he just fucking trashed? He is, he is bombed. Um, he's he's got like he's got tons of liquor on his breath. His eyes are red, so he he's not only drunk, he's crossfaded. He is getting drunk and and crunk at the same time. He is high as shit, and he's just slurring all of his words. And he's got his friend with him who uh, is also speaking to him in his in his native language who is kind of like frustrated with how drunk this dad is. <laughs> and so he's like coming over to me and he's like trying to bond with me over the fact that we're buying gin. And it's like, Oh, you're a gin guy too. And it's like, like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'd be perfectly willing to, to chat with you drunk, but you're going to like super regret this Monday. <laughs> Welcome to under crunk analysis. Yeah, for some reason well, they welcome me. welcome to crossfaded analysis. <laughs> and for some reason, every time I come on, we have to talk about alcohol, and I feel always awkward. It's okay. Uh, I think well, we well, I think news. we run the gamut here. You're sober. I'm uh, dead. Palette is not, and I'm somewhere in the middle. Uh, uh, we got sober. We've got drunk, which is me, and then we have. Lightweight, which is David, and then we have heavyweight, who is Alan. Well, we would I, have I feel... Alan, but I don't know where Alan is. What, what was his record? No. What was his record again? Was it like thirty nine? Thirty nine. Drinks in one night. Damn. That's nuts. I well, can't imagine drinking that much. Alan's moniker on many places is writer, uh, a drinker with a writing problem. Yeah. So. I mean, well. uh I hope we're not making you too uncomfortable sober, but we are going to be venturing into something that you know a lot about and that we don't. Oh, so, um, which is video I, games. We don't know anything about video no. games. We're not gamers. Yeah. I, like that's the weird thing about you guys is just like, yeah, Hey, anytime they talk about video games, you don't know this, but when dead Palette was in his overwatch thing, he doesn't actually play overwatch. I just have to write stuff for him. So it's, uh, a little bit behind the scenes there. I, I know quite a bit about the story just from the source filmmaker porn, but other than that, <laughs> you should you should have seen during the uh, the last time we got together, which I think was the Super Mario RPG one. Was that the last time we were all recording? An episode? Yeah, yeah. That... yeah uh, we actually don't know anything about Super Mario RPG, but Sober had his webcam going and he was holding up cue cards. <laughs> So uh, I'm sorry to dispel uh, the uh, the reality or the the myth of the situation, but yeah, we're we're uh, we're fake gamer girls, me and Dead Palette. We're we're fake gamer boy pussies. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so uh. Well, all right. Let, let's be serious to the audience. You have played a game before in your life. It just hasn't been the game in question. Yeah, sometimes if I'm like waiting for a bus or something, I'll play Candy Crush. Yeah, I've literally play some Angry, Angry Birds. I've literally only ever played um, Sega Bass Fishing. Mm. The only video game I've ever played is is Ski Ball a, a video game? Mm, not really. Competitive Ski Ball. I, I feel like it's missing an element of video. Mm, oh, oh I, see I, I played a VR game at a theme park once. Does that count? Oh. Uh, what was it about? Uh, I shot robots in an old west town. 
That that sounds a lot like a Sega FMV game, not so much a VR he, game. He right. shot he shot winches on a pirate boat. <laughs> I shot pirates on a wench boat, more accurately. He sh- he shot winches and pulleys. <laughs> this I, is getting stupid. What are we reading? <laughs> Uh, Before I make a terrible pun. We are reading uh, Dark Souls, the partner of Velka. But no, actual full disclosure, I've never played Dark Souls. I've seen uh, my roommates, my roommate Emma, my former roommate Emma, play Dark Souls. I've seen my friend uh, Ronnie play Dark Souls. Uh, Both of them have been on this podcast before. They now live together. Uh, They probably play Dark Souls all the time. I don't. Uh, well, I've I've never played uh, Dark Souls, but I have played Crash Bandicoot, and they're basically the same <laughs> things. Uh, so, actually, I want to put I want to put you on nerd check here, David. Uh, is there any reason why you haven't played Dark Souls? I don't own a PlayStation console. That's on PC. <laughs> I don't own a PC that can play Dark what? Souls. Well, I thought you were gonna say you don't own a PC. It's like, David, what the fuck are you sitting in front of? <laughs> To be fair, even people who bought Dark Souls on PC cannot play Dark Souls on PC <laughs> unless they get it patched by people who uh, did that out of the kindness in their heart. Because certainly Bando Namkai did not make that game playable. Well, that's lame. more like from Soft Lock, <sighs> like Nuzlocke. So you don't know it, like. You don't know any of the Dark Souls lore, then, so you wouldn't uh, know who the partner of Velka even is at I'll, this point. I'll yeah. tell you what I know about Dark Souls lore that's been explained to me. Um, this is a world where everything really sucks, and humanity has to keep lighting a flame or something, and also everything really sucks, and, and there's a very bleak uh, worldview. Oh, man. you that's what I know. <laughs> this game is kind of the Crash Bandicoot of Dark Souls. Oh, oh! And everyone, pretty much everybody's undead. Pretty much every NPC you yeah. meet is undead. You're undead. Uh, undead everywhere. There's this one chick who has giant titties, but it's not that great because she's also kind of giant herself. Oh, yeah. And I'm not into that. And Listen, a... Deadpad, dead I don't appreciate the kink shaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> so There are some people who are into that, and it's fine. There's also a woman who uh, looks like a badass crow woman, and she calls you Hunter, and that's totally the same game, right? I know a little you, bit more about that one. You realize that uh, there are people on here who have never watched this and they're judging you based completely on this conversation right now. Yes. And you are getting an, a lot of angry comments. No, but at the same time, we're getting a lot of uh, friendly comments because we are just everyone, people who like Dark Souls and people who don't, everyone is fed up with game journalists and game reviewers calling everything the Dark Souls of video games. I, I am I am trying so hard not to make an episode about that right now. Because that, that irritates me. So, it really does irritate me so much. No, you should do it. Because, it, it, I mean, I know, it, I, I know it's a pedestrian opinion to get mad about it. But, oh my god, is your lexicon of, of video games that poor? I, I just <laughs> that you can't use the word difficult. I I can't believe like are we gonna start doing retro reviews and be like yeah you know what uh Super Metroid uh is a lot like Dark Souls. <laughs> and at that point I'm just I'm just gonna like I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm probably gonna drink because that's what's gonna bring me to I got that Zima still here. Have you have you guys ever played um Castlevania? Yeah, it's this really cool um, kind of like retro Metroidvania type game. Also, Metroid <laughs> is a lot like that. <laughs> oh, you mean like that Netflix show, Castlevania? I just barely heard about that. It's out now. I watched I, the first episode. How was I it? heard, I heard it was actually really good. It's it's not bad. Uh, fucking Richard Armitage is uh, Vincent uh, Vincent Belmont. Hmm. And uh, Dracula's pretty badass. I gotta hand it. I gotta hand it. And the castle looks right. Like they haven't, as far as no one's actually gone into the castle yet. He's just Dracula's mad, and he's like, "Yo, I gave you all a year to for." I guess it. I guess the show is sort of a retelling of Castlevania Three. I think. Yeah. Uh, from what I haven't watched it yet, but 
and also I want to say I am really glad they went with the old like Symphony of the Night lore as opposed to the Lords of Shadow. Yeah. Origin. Well, I mean, uh, Alucard's already made. I will say this much: Alucard's already made a, a small appearance in the first uh, in the first episode because most of it, most of the episode is about Dracula um, and and what motivates him to be the what he is, and then only at the very end does Belmont get introduced. See, that's 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 not what I want. I want it to be a Saturday morning cartoon where all of the hunters from all of the different games like join around a knight's table. Oh man, can Simon Belmont be the Simon Belmont from Captain N, the Game Master? (laughs) And and I wanted to have really bad American animation from like the eighties. Yeah, Simon Belmont, who was also kind of uh... oh shoot, now I drew a blank on the name. Gaston? Launchpad? No, oh. Launchpad from uh, Tailspin. Was that him? Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we should probably start reading this. I mean, probably. I'm just delaying the inevitable because I'm such a noob about Dark Oh, I, do, I don't know the lore of Dark Souls, but I do I have enjoyed watching the gameplay of Dark Souls. I will say that much. And I know more about Bloodborne than I do about uh, Dark Souls. So no, I, w- I that was sarcasm when I was talking about the badass plague doctor crow lady whose name always escapes me. But the, uh, I I have played these games and you know I just found them so easy that I didn't want to play them. <laughs> we all know Dark Souls is quite a dark game in itself. I mostly play it for its rich backstory that's is quite commonly ignored already calling bullshit on this story yeah yeah i am too i'm sorry Uh, i i I, people people who who love this series like obsess over the lore that's what i know yeah when you type dark souls into youtube the first thing that comes up is an analysis channel it's like vati something Uh, dark souls fans will know the name but like it's the first thing that comes up people love this it's like yeah. it's like hyper clickbait. What are you even talking about? And so and this just kind of gives the impression that first of all this person doesn't know what he's talking about or <laughs> he's we're going to have this tone of oh hey look I got good. I'm so good at Dark Souls and no one appreciates it more than me. So yeah. Would you say our narrator is a pro gamer? <laughs> I, I'm definitely I'm definitely getting that intention right now. So yeah. For those that haven't played it, they know that it's quite a brutal game, brutal and graphic game, but my experiences started to not get only very morbid, but also very odd double period for some reason. Well, he didn't want to commit to the full ellipses. (laughs) It's a lack of commitment. I can't get behind that. I guess it all started about a year ago, after I agreed to edit my brother's saved game on our 360 with a save editor I downloaded. He wanted me to edit his saved game and make his him characters from builds I had previously made for him since he was new to the game. I agreed, since I knew he wouldn't be interested in going through the game and learning the lore as I was, so I made him his builds for PvP. Eventually he had started complaining constantly about gankers killing him, for anyone who doesn't know, Ganker refers to an individual who summons one or two allies in PvP to fight invaders who are looking for a fair 1v1 fight. After enough time, I agreed out of annoyance to edit his game and give him better stats and equipment. Oh, and Yaupment. There's no Q there, that's an A. Yaupment. Eventually, it got to be it got to the point where I just gave up on the idea. I just gave up the idea that he could become a better player and ended up giving him hacked equipment which could one-shot players just so he would shut up. To be honest, I never used the save editor before because it was it makes takes the fun out of going through the game and possibly getting invaded and killed when you aren't 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 <laughs> prepared <laughs> or expecting it. There's two E's there. And the tampering also makes you rely on unfair advantages you'll have over every player in the game. It just takes the fun out of it all. Um, uh, I'm falling asleep. Um, I'm falling asleep too, but th- there was that stupid mistake in the first bit about people ignoring the backstory and the lore. Um, and then the, th- our, this... our narrator proceeds to ignore the backstory and the lore and just tell us a bunch of jargon. You know what? Um, I kind of prefer them to tell us 
the jargon. Uh, let's see if they stick with that, though, because we were, we've been talking about this a lot recently. They're deciding that this story is for people who don't know about Dark Souls. And you and I, David, we don't know about Dark Souls. Will this game teach us enough to enjoy the story is the question. We shall see. Moving on, I haven't been able to play much since my brother has been hogging the 360. Being excited when he killed people with his infinite hit point, one hit KO, which is abbreviated as H-P-O-H-K-O, characters and all that. When I finally got to sit down one day and actually play for a few hours because my brother was away at a friend's house, I got back into PvP. Everything was normal. Some wins, some losses, some gankers doing the, well, was that it motion? When all three of them finally killed me, the usual PvP. My brother called my parents and told him he was going to stay over at his friend's house that night, which meant I could play Dark Souls for as long as I wanted tonight. I was excited since I haven't gotten to play in so long, so I ended up PvPing for quite a while. My parents had gone to bed a short while after the phone call, and I just kept on enjoying myself. Cat feeling so that, you get when your parents go to bed, and you can just play Super Mario Brothers 3 all night. Um, I, that is so, my, kind of like this. So this is using the term PvP, so it's assuming that we're a gamer, but not assuming that we know about Dark Souls. We need to make sure that we know that. And it's also using the term H-P-O-H-K-O. Yeah. And, and then it's also using... that There was some other term. Um, not gankers, but what was it? Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, the well was that it motion. Because I, I don't know what that is. Because I, I don't, haven't played the game enough to know about it. I'm guessing that that's like a teabagging kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of like a come at... Like, what was that come at me whatever i don't think that's what it's called uh but i think it's i think he did a good decent enough job explaining the idea behind it Mm -hmm. around 3 a.m the pvp started to slow down quite a bit as expected so i was about to give the three uh, 360 a rest and try it and try again in the morning then while i was waiting to be invaded by the undead berg which is commonly a popular location for PvP, I got invaded by a spirit of vengeance whose name was the Ponderer. The uh, Pardoner. Pardoner. The Ponderer. We battled (laughs) numerous times. This player kept invading me and killing me, no matter which level my character was. He was always invaded. He, uh, He would always invade me, the instant I reverted from hollow to human form at a bonfire. He was an extremely skilled player. While we were playing, I was wandering. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with it. I was wondering why I had never heard of him or seen him PVPing anywhere. Um, I, have um, a, I have a question for the resident Dark Souls expert in the room. Yeah. Invading? Uh, okay, so... In Dark Souls, if you are in your hollow form, which is basically your, or you're, if you're in your human form, which you get fought by using humanity, oh, yeah. you are able, if you are able to be invaded, invaded basically means that Dark Souls is traditionally a single player game, but if you are in this form, you have the option of having other people that are online. And go into your game and try to fight you. Oh, okay. Now that I... Okay. Yeah, you know, that, that mechanic did get explained to me a while ago. i just forgotten about it. Yes. But, again, we're going into this not really knowing about Dark Souls. Well, this is not... Well, I realize this is not a, this is no longer a story for people who don't know what Dark Souls is. This is a story intended for people who know Dark Souls. So, well, again, but people who know about Dark Souls know what a ganker is. And the people who know about Dark Souls are going to be just upset at that first paragraph like I was, assuming that we didn't care about the story. I certainly yeah. don't care about the story. <laughs> so so I'll tell you this. I do think the story will get around to talking about the lore again, hopefully. Um, but yeah, this this is just the confusing situation that we're in so far. 
definitely. Um, does the does the partner have any significance? Uh, there is a partner of Velka, but I'm I'm gonna kind of hold on to that until we see where he goes with it. Okay. 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 But again, uh, invaded at the undead burg. Um, which is a popular location for yeah, PvP. People who is... people who know Dark Souls would know that, and I wouldn't. And then goes on to it's so confusing. I don't think he re- knew what his audience was. He's, you can't have yeah. your foot in both camps. I mean, there's ways you can do that, but you, well, they do that a little bit, a little bit, and been drowned where they're like. Um, I'm assuming you know about uh, Majora's Mask. I'm assuming you know. I'm assuming you know. And then there's one part where they're talking about the three-day glitch, the, the, where you get the fourth day and everything. And it's like, okay, not everyone would know that. So that's yeah. something worth explaining. Right. That, that, and that's why that story does so well, because I, I'll be honest, when I first read that, I didn't know about the three-day glitch, and I loved Majora's Mask. So I was like, oh, and... Then people, I looked it. I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually a thing. This is really cool." Mm-hmm. And people people know about it now because of that story. Right. Yeah. Anyway, um, he seemed to lear- learn my tactics quickly and countered them extremely effectively. He even switched up equipment frequently, so I had barely any way to effectively counter him. Though he oddly always wore the mask of Velka. I chuckled at this realization, thinking he was just a role player, since the mask was worn by the partner of Velka NPC. He even used advanced techniques like playing untargeted, dodging every hit I threw his way correctly, even with the fat roll, uh, dead-angling every hit, backstepping effectively. He wouldn't miss a single parry, and he even used the recently framed backwards roll. You know, you can tell this guy's an advanced player because he's he's, uh, dead-angling his fat rolls into backsteps really effectively. (laughs) The, uh, now, this, this just really makes me want to start talking Magic the Gathering jar- jargon with sober. <laughs> I wonder well, if there's a magic. I wonder if there's a Magic the Gathering creepy pasta out there. Oh my god, we have uh, to look this up. We had to... <laughs> guys. We have guys. We have a full docket. <laughs> just sometime. Just sometime. We should. We should. But we also need to talk about how our hour of devastation pre-releases went. But we'll save that for later. Yeah. Do we, do we have a third person for uh, uh, knowing about magic? We can always teach you, Dead Palette. It's not that hard. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I know, I know a little. I've played magic, but yeah. anyway. All right. So, but this is the weird part. Every time after he killed me, he would always do the same motion, or at least I think it was a motion. I had never seen it before. It wasn't the famous well, what is it? Or the point down, or even the regular bow that you would expect. My character would die with the same animation every time. My character would do the animation as if I'd been stabbed in the stomach for the final hit, even if he was using a non-thrusting type weapon to deliver the final blow. His character would kneel down to one knee, lift up his right hand to my face, and slightly lift up my chin. He would then look into my eyes as I faded away. Then his phantom would stand up and disappear earlier than I thought someone could after you die. Because normally you would be able to watch them for a few seconds after you die and before you get disconnected from them. So I know from speedruns, you can um, put a different moveset on a different weapon, can't you? Uh, yeah, I. that's like a really obscure tactic, but that is definitely possible. Can you do that in PvP? Uh, I I would assume that there's nothing stopping it. That hmm. Well, uh, it wasn't the famous, well, what is it? Or the praise the sun? Any gamers in the audience? Oh, God. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I think of uh, that bit, though, I can't think of... Uh, I don't think of Dark Souls. I think of... Um, oh, shit. What was the name of those of that... They're, like, Spanish, but they do, like, Skyrim-based, uh, I guess, SFM, Source Filmmaker things, and they're pretty funny. But a bunch of Dark Souls characters are in are in it, so... I'll, I'll find links. They're, they're pretty I'm, funny. 
I'm not There's sure. A bit where he does like Fusro Da, but instead he goes, Praise the sun! And then he just flies off into the distance. <laughs> and it's the same guy, the same night. Uh, Solaire? Is that Solaire? Who, who yeah, you? he's actually a character in it, and he's exploring Skyrim. <laughs> Uh, man, they, they, those, those Dark Souls people, they do love their son. Uh, is it my turn? Yes. Uh, yes. I finally decided to stay hollow for a while to avoid any PvP and message him. I commented, I commended him, commended? That is commended, right? It should be commended, commended, but it says commented. Uh, uh I can't think of a funny thing to replace that with. <laughs> I commented. Uh, I, co- uh, I commented, yeah, okay. I commented him <laughs> on his extreme skill and thanked him for his fair fight. I waited for a reply. Oh, boy. Ten minutes passed since he last killed me. His reply was, The Chosen Undead does not deserve such filth. The dark sign is not the only curse the chosen undead bears now. You have sinned, and your goddess Velka has sent me to punish you. Daniel. Daniel's uh, the name of our character, isn't it? Our uh, narrator. I don't believe it was said before this point, so... But we can sure as shit assume now. I yep. just sat there rereading it over and over again to myself. He used my actual name. D- two dots, not full ellipses. But how did he know it? Okay, sorry. Um, I had never met him before in my life. And what was the other curse he was talking about? I want to pause there because I feel like I cut, I cut you off sober. Uh, nah, go ahead. That's okay. fine. I thought to myself... In Dark Souls, being undead was a curse only curable by the chosen undead. What is he talking about? Not the only curse. A second curse? Well, he had mentioned Velka. She is the goddess who passes judgment on the sinful and punishes them for their sins. I decided to blow it off and message him saying that he is a pretty good role player as well. He didn't message back for a good 20 minutes. His message said, The blood of you and your kin have been found guilty of the heinous acts in the eyes of Velka. She has sent me to punish you until I see that your torment is fitting to the crimes committed by you and your brother, David. Uh, wait, hold on. Why? I don't have a brother named Daniel. (laughs) No. no. Not anymore. Not since the accident. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not since the curse. Not since the second curse. Oh, the second curse was that I was actually an elite, elite pro Dark Souls player in the past. It's all coming back to me. Oh, man. Not, sen- not since your guys, brother's c- Guys, I just looked down and I was... saw an Xbox under my feet. I didn't have an Xbox before. What? We just found out that your brother was guilty of Hineyax. <laughs> what? Uh, no. No. I, I, I. Oh, man. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. I was going to compliment this story on something. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, um, I decided to blow it off and message him saying he's a pretty good role player as well. Like, the name thing aside, maybe that's just you having a brain fart and you're just like, maybe I already mentioned it to him and uh-huh. I just am an idiot. But, like, that's what I would do if someone was doing that. Be like, hey, nice role playing guy. Cool. Yeah, well, and it's also possible that his brother might have said something like yeah because we we got a thing where it's like oh i was getting ganked a lot and then someone like i can just imagine his brother being the guy like, oh my brother daniel set me up with this awesome bill blah 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 and damn daniel yeah so i i'm just i'm just doing all the normie memes today yeah it's... i did i did damn daniel i did praise the son of <laughs> jesus christ yeah uh, nothing but outdated memes on uh But also, now now I can say this, yeah, the partner, partner, not partner, uh, partner of Velka is a actual part of the lore in a game, so he is kind of hitting on that as well. Oh. So this is a really angry NPC, masquerading as a player. And, I mean, if he's role-playing it, they kind of just 
see it as that's what they do. And I believe that there's a whole guild dedicated to more or less punishing people who have a lot of sins, which sins are if you invade and in a way that you just kind of quote unquote gank someone or kill, kill NPCs that are friendly, you get sins. And then part of the guild gives you the option to actually attack those people unless they pay for their sins or pardoned or all that stuff. And that usually costs a lot of souls to do that. Okay. What I think is interesting too, is like, you can tell whoever this is, is clearly just like, man, you like, Use, you used hacked weapons. Lead hacksaws don't I don't approve of that. You gotta get and you killed people in PvP using hack weapons. You gotta get punished, son. You done, yeah. son? You fucking done, son? You know, like the story doesn't have a lot going on yet, but it's not a terrible premise. No, no, I I, I agree. I'm just not I'm not super invested myself. I get what's no. going on though. No, and I feel like if you're going to do this story justice, it cannot be a story that's targeted toward a general audience. It has to be targeted towards Dark Souls people specifically. Mm-hmm. Because it's about the lore. The cool stuff about it is the mirroring of the lore. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, so far, I think, he, I think he started off on the wrong foot, but now it's... As a person who enjoys Dark Souls, I'm a little bit invested in this now. I'm, yeah, he's, he's starting not... to take advantage of his iframes. <laughs> well, he's got that fat roll back angle uh, backstab. That he can parry into. Yeah. On, his fat, gonna... on his fat rolls. I, I'm really... Just, this, isn't gonna, this is something that we probably should give credit to. At least this guy didn't have that entire paragraph being like, and no matter what I did... I couldn't beat him, and I'm a pro gamer, and he, Mm -hmm. I think, it was just, it was actually kind of respectfully done. I appreciate that. Well, he's not a, he's not a, he's not a douche about it, so that's good. Well, I don't hate our narrator, I don't hate our narrator, I don't think he's a terrible person. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, this is me kind of geeking out a bit. I believe, uh, the, who, I think his name was Oswald, uh, the the person who is the partner, uh, typically does the well was at it gesture and i think he teaches it to you so it is it's kind of interesting that this character doesn't do that Mm. okay so yeah it's it's your paragraph yeah i know i know there it was my brother's name he knew me and my brother i was suddenly angry and confused i muted him blocked communications and set him as a avoided player. I then tried to look up his gamer tag online. Nothing came up. But that can't be, I whispered to myself. I was quite I was now quite terrified. I went back to my inbox to check if I had incorrectly searched for his name. The messages were gone. So was everything in my inbox. Then I checked my online interactions. He wasn't there either. Dun, dun, dun. It was now around 5 a.m., so I decided to go to bed. I was still very worried and confused, but I managed to fall asleep and, to my surprise, had no abnormal dreams at all. Oh, good. Uh, I, I feel like that's a take that. I feel like that's intentionally done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, considering we just not long ago read the whole lucid dream, uh, or not Ex- lucid dream, LSD dream emulator thing. When this goes up exactly a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I awoke the next morning around 12 p.m. My mom and dad had gone to work and my brother was still gone. I decided to get back on Dark Souls for some more PvP. This time in the Darkwood Forest, a popular place for gankers to hunt invaders. Which makes victory all the more sweeter. Guess who the first person I invade is? There he was. I descended down the entrance entrance staircase slowly to see if there was anyone else there with him waiting to gank me. Nobody. Just him waiting there patiently. I bowed. He didn't. We fought. I lost. Then the same motion from the last sessions. I shrugged it off and kept invading the forest. 
nothing weird, some gankers, some 1v1s. Then, after the initial invasion of the partner's world, I invaded someone, and he and he was this player's white phantom. They ganked me, and I died the exact way as the pastimes. Now, every person I invaded, he was there. Hmm. What does uh, white phantom mean? Uh, I didn't know I'm, they made white Fanta. <laughs> I'm trying to think because there are different colors of phantoms and what color they are depends on how they interact with you. And I would assume that the white one is the one that's actually your ally. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I might be I might be wrong on that, but it's not extremely clear what he's trying to say there. I think okay. this is the I think this is the one point where he would probably have been better off explaining it. But I, if it is what I think it is, that is kind of interesting. But again, it's just all over the place in like terms of what what are you what is the story for? Yeah, that's, <laughs> who are you writing this to? Um. I finally just had a breakdown and messaged him saying that he needed to quit stonking me. He didn't reply. I ended up not playing for a while. The first time I play months after these occurrences, I start a completely new character. I start watching the cutscenes telling the story of the chosen undead. I proceed through the undead asylum, then then I I ill then, then ill fight then, then ill the boss. I think he meant kill. Oh, no! He uh, he made he, that boss was ill. <laughs> then ill the maybe, boss. Maybe right? pill the boss. Jill the boss. Jill off the boss. God damn it! Right there at the ledge where the crow takes you away from the asylum to Firelink Shrine, there was an item sprite sitting on the ledge. I quickly run run to it, not thinking anything peculiar of it, only rushing to see if running would prevent the crow from taking me before I uh, me away before I grab the item. I pressed I pressed the A button and dropped the controller. The item was the mask of Velka. Then the cutscene when the crow takes you. Then the cutscene when the crow takes you from the undead asylum. That is not a complete sentence. The crow spread its wings and stretched its talons to ground me. The game froze. I never asked my brother if he had met the partner. To this day, I play as a blade of the dark moon to pay for my sins and to help collect the ears of those who have have sinned. What? What? That's the end. Okay. That is the end. Oh, boy. Now, lore-wise, that again, I was explaining the guild earlier. Uh, the Blade of the Dark Moon is that guild that you f- attack the sinners. Okay. So, in a way, it thematically makes sense. But man, what a not a that is a kind of a anticlimactic ending. This uh, this story is pretty weak. Like, um, it's not terrible. Wait, it's definitely what, what not is that? Terrible. What is that? What does that sound sober? That is. Is the partner messaging you right now? Are you paying for your sins? Listen, drinking Zima. No, it was sober. Apparently, apparently, fighting Zima, who actually brought Zima back to the public. I'm taking credit for that. By the way, we brought it back into the zeitgeist of the. Alcohol drinking community. Oh, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> not- Soberdorf, pillar of the of the the Bar Association of America. <laughs> I don't drink, so you can. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the motto. Well, You'd if never you don't have drink, to worry about be- him rolling out the barrel. If you don't drink, that means that you might be an excellent bartender. You can't be drinking behind the bar. I might be. Who knows? Uh, Bartending is kind of just a form of alchemy. What, what, what if it what if it turns out that like you just have these amazing skills at bartending, you're just naturally talented at it? 
I mean, I am a dwarf. I am pretty sure I get a racial bonus to that. Yeah, dwarves dwarves are great at bartending. I mean, have you ever been to any in in a fantasy role-playing game and not seen a dwarf bartender? I sure, certainly haven't. I mean, if I usually give them a plus five bonus if they are dwarven. It's like, oh. how was your drink? It was really good. You know, it seems to know what he's doing. Then my players are like racist. <laughs> Uh, so I am one who really enjoys very mundane, anticlimactic stories that are just kind of moodsy. But this this doesn't end in in any kind of satisfying way, you know. Well, like a lot of it's kind of insinuation. We're we're making the big assumption because it was made a big deal in one paragraph that because he hacked the game. He is now getting punished for his sins. Yeah, and um, but he, it, it's 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 also kind of like weird that they're having that they're kind of like pinning that on their brother though. Yeah, it's. I mean, in a way, I guess. I feel like in terms of a story, just just vague storytelling, that it has all the pieces there. It has the moral lesson. It has the in-game lore. It uses the in-game lore for its purpose, and in that in that way, it's not a terrible story. But in terms of a creepypasta, in terms of a story that you read to get a certain feeling, I don't think this delivers at all. I think this is more just kind of a tale that you tell. To other people, just to be like, oh, hey, no, this is a interesting idea I got. What if I took this in-game lore and put it in real life, and now, because of that, this happened? Yeah, um, I, I I do like pulling from real life, and maybe this person encountered a role player like this. And I'd like to think that maybe that was kind of the inspiration for the story, and they just tried to, like, creep it up a bit. Mm-hmm. But the, the creepy trappings just... Well, they, landing. well, and the problem is they kind of get to the point where they this could have been a story fully based in real life just with weird because it is statistically impossible, but not impossible to have someone constantly gank you. No, oh, yeah. So in that case, it's like, OK, I can see maybe this. This partner Velka was a player who came across his brother, fought him, and is like, "Oh yeah, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this goes." If this was on the PC version, I feel like it would have more merit because I feel <laughs> that would enable. Like, I'm serious. I think that would enable the whole thing of, "Oh yeah, no, someone modified my files to do this stuff." Right. Like uh, only connect to my world. You know, it's. At that point, it's theoretically possible, but we kind of get into this weird supernatural aspect with it, and that doesn't pay off at all. And, you know, this is not, like, a terribly accessible story for anyone who's not super familiar with Dark Souls, especially the ending, considering so. I almost wish I wasn't here for this, just because I feel like by me giving me this information, I give it more credit than it deserves. No, because it, it's good that we have both people who haven't and have played, or, or rather people who know and don't know the lore, because this game doesn't know who its audience is. Or the, this, story. the story. The game knows, the game knows who its audience is. Yes, yes, yes it, yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, it's found its audience and it's found quite a lot of financial success with it. Uh, no, it's this story doesn't know who its audience is, and having both people here who know and don't know explains just how disjointed it is. Also, the the continuous use of two periods is just pissing me right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, he doesn't want to full ellipses, but he still wants, he wants you to get through the story a little bit quicker, so if you're reading your mind, you're not going to have that three-second pause. Mm-hmm. He only wants two seconds. Dun-dun. But, uh, honestly, this, I think fully believe that this story could be salvageable i'll uh, i'll take your word for that one um again it's not i don't think it's bad i just 
I don't have any interest in it. I just yeah. I I mean it, I, I'm not the target audience for this story. I will say this: I've written similar stories, very similar, really. I've written um, a story called "Lullaby to Hell," which is just about a person's experience with playing, um, uh, get, getting what's it called, no more heroes, and then encountering something very similar in real life. Right, and but, but, but it's, but it's that... a it's a it's a very nothing story, and I and I don't say that derogatory towards myself. It's it's a very bland moodsy story but i feel like um this kind of has similarities to that where it's not for everyone well the, right. other thing, the, the other thing too i mean in in my my sort of counterpoint to what you're saying though is that there that you you said it yourself moodsy i didn't really get a moodsy feeling from this story at all i wasn't wasn't sure what i was supposed to feel i didn't feel any sense of like terror or dread uh, like i'm you know, in my opinion, you know, I, I I feel the same way, but I feel like ultimately uh, putting the mood in there wouldn't be too difficult, honestly. No, I I agree. It's just it lacks a it lacks atmosphere. It lacks lacks a cohesion. Like as as a storyteller and as someone who plays Dark Souls, I get the feeling that what he was really trying to go for is that sense, of, trying to appeal that sense of justice. Because a lot of Dark Souls players, myself included, kind of hold a code of honor, so to speak. You know, you don't cheat, you don't hack the game. That uh-huh. take and the Daniel is shared that same mindset and kind of went against that to appease his brother David. I'm so asshole. Well, just get good, David. I don't know what the big deal is. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go back and play Breath of the Wild since it's essentially Dark Souls Light. <laughs> but I got a feeling that he was trying to appeal to that sense of honor of, "Hey guys, I did something bad and now I'm getting punished. This is my just desserts." And in a way, I, I really think that's what he was trying to go for more than anything. Yeah, I am going to give this. Uh, back angling out of fat rolling. I no, that's a good thing, Deadpot. You don't want to do that. <laughs> I I, I, I want to say, I'll give this uh, gankling out of dankling. <laughs> God damn it! What what is even that? Oh no, it's it's just a reverse backstepping dead angle into a slim roll. <laughs> I want to say the story needs to get good. Mm. What's your rating? You give it a get out of good? It just needs to get good. Okay. G-I-T-G-U-D. Perfect. Cranky's advice, get good. Uh, my, I give it a, I give it a praise the sun out of Fusro Da. Guys, you're saying the memes and you don't even know what the memes are. <laughs> I, I, Here, let's I, go. I, all right. So Side serious. note. Praise <laughs> the sun and let's kick cancer's ass. <laughs> Get me out of here. I don't want to be part of this. Uh, you can't leave until we, we talk about how people need to check out your stuff. Oh, yeah. I guess I should. Pl- Actually, uh, speaking of which, maybe if you are not familiar with Dark Souls, I actually did a video on Dark Souls explaining why Dark Souls is difficult. And now I know what you're thinking. Isn't Dark Souls just the Dark Souls of Dark Souls? <laughs> and and you would probably be correct in that assumption because that's a really dumb thing to say. But you might be surprised on what that difficulty entails. It is not just because it is a difficult game. And what do I mean by this? Well, you'll just have to check it out. You can find Sober's work on Sober Dwarf on YouTube. It's there. Just, yeah, just type Sober Dwarf Dark Souls. It is my now second most popular video. It your was first, upthrown. Your first being? Uh, Final Fantasy Eleven. I recently did that, and that video, in a way, blew up in ways I can't imagine. That video gave me which, feels. Yeah, which is super fucking surprising, because it's like, 
this pet thing that you care about and then the pet thing that you care about does the best. Oh my God. That's always like the gross, but the best feeling, it, the it breast is. feeling. Mm-hmm. It, no, it, it is definitely the breast feeling too. I have touched a breast in my life and it felt the exact same way. Whoa. <laughs> booby touch your, booby touch your sober over here. <laughs> that's a revelation. Listen, listen guys, it's totally good. You should try it sometime. I, <laughs> was it, was it only one? Well, I mean, I felt I felt like I'd be greedy if I went for two. Yeah, but there's that. Oh my god, we always bring up Louis C.K. bits. The, if you have access to one tit, then it's usually access to both. <laughs> if you're in a scenario where you're only allowed to touch one breast, then then what's going on here? Maybe because someone's I, touching the other breast at the same time. Hey, hey, don't king shame me. I wouldn't dream of it, buddy. Wouldn't dream of it. But anyway, that is, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy XI video did really well, and Dark Souls is still a very popular video, and I got plenty of others talking about many other things, so check it out. It's worth your time. It was certainly worth mine. Uh, Sober, thanks for joining us on the show again. Uh, Mm -hmm. Come back soon, and by soon, I mean probably immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Three days from now. (laughs) And don't forget, for everybody who wants to come see us uh, in California, uh, a bunch of us are going to be at Midsummer Scream. That's going to be July 30th at the Long Beach Convention Center. We're going to be doing a few live audio plays and maybe a little bit of undercooked analysis uh, live as well. Uh, Still waiting to get the time absolutely pinned down. But it's either going to be in the morning, around 1130, or it's going to be one of the last things that happens during the con. And And we're going to come check out my table. And then go to Dead Pilot's table, buy his art, buy Chelsea's art. And if you come to our table, we'll probably have stories under the table that we will pull out and read while other things are going on under the table. Yeah, we'll, we, we're, we're, there's going to be a distraction under the table. All you have to do is knock uh, three times. If, you know, if you're in the end, knock on the table three times and whisper uh, Fidelio. Bang, bang, bang on the door, baby. <laughs> I can't hear you. Two friends. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Made a deal. I would do a minute podcast on a movie. <clears throat> what movie would you do it on? What if we count to three and at three we both say the name of the movie? And if it is somehow the same movie. <laughs> three, two, one. Super Mario Brothers! <laughs> The Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.